Hello and welcome again to Truth Speaks. Today we will be taking the final part of our series Paraclete and it's been a learning curve for me as I usually say with topics like this and has been quite um, enlightening and interesting as well. Today we are looking at one more thing that the Holy Spirit does. Um, as I mentioned earlier in this series, this is by no means the ultimate guide to the Holy Spirit and understanding His workings. This is just a starting point, something to whet our appetites on the person of the Holy Spirit and His work in our lives. And I would like us to take the time to just look at one more thing that he does. One thing that he does which I feel is of extreme value and importance to the child of God. Romans chapter 8 verse 16 says, The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. I think that is extremely important because when we look at what the Bible says about the Holy Spirit's working in us, one of the things is to be a testimony, to be a witness, to tell us who we are, to tell us that we are God's children when we are in Christ. The question that comes to mind is, what difference exactly does that make knowing you are a child of God? And I draw an example from my life. Some years ago, I wrote an exam called JAMB, the Joint Admissions Matriculation Board exam. And that exam was meant to qualify me to uh, get admitted to the university. I wrote it a year before I was supposed to write it, just as a test run. And at the time, I was in two minds, caught in two minds regarding whether or not to write the exam because it needed preparation and I didn't want to fail. But I eventually made the choice to write it. And by the time I registered for the exam, I was already late and what happened was I had to go to a center to write the exam that was not in the state where I grew up in. I grew up in Zaria and I was posted to Katsina State which is a few hours away to write the exam. I told my parents about it and they were very gracious. I mean, it could have gone one of two ways. My parents could have been very angry at me for taking so much time to make a decision and thereby pushing my center for writing out of the state because I could have easily written it in Zaria where I grew up, which would have been very easy for everyone or the response that they gave. Now, I hone in particularly on my dad. He decided to take me for that exam. 
He drove to Katsina that day. It was him, my younger brother and me. The day before the exam, we lodged in a hotel. And he was very calm about the whole thing. Not once did he shout on me, oh, why did you make me take this trip? I was busy, I was doing this, I was doing that. Why did you waste my time? Why didn't you register early, you good-for-nothing child? He never said that. And to date, this is one of the best trips I've had with my dad because it just shows the sacrifice a father makes, a good father makes for his children. He could have arranged for me to go. He could have given me money to go on my own. He could have decided that I shouldn't go in the first place because I decided to wait till the last minute to register and so as punishment I, I should just sit it out but he decided to take me himself and I sit here and I remember it fondly and it gave me the confidence to go and write that exam because I believed that the act of driving me to the place where I needed to write the exam was an act that showed a vote of confidence in my abilities to pass the exam. So I wasn't tense. I wasn't afraid or as afraid as I would have been. And as God would have it, I was successful in the exam. Now I know you probably are wondering what my dad's driving me all the way to Katsina had to do or has to do rather with God and the Holy Spirit. Now, there are many people who don't have a relationship with their father for one reason or the other. And I'm not saying this in a judgmental or condescending way at all. What I am saying is that God offers a hand, a hand much more sturdy than that of my earthly father, to everyone who will receive Jesus. In fact, the Bible says in John chapter 1 verses 12 to 13, but as many as did receive and welcome him, he gave the right, the authority, the privilege to become children of God. That is, to those who believe in, adhere to, trust in, and rely on his name. This verse talks about Jesus and those who receive him. He gave the right to become children of God. So as someone who has come to Christ, you automatically are a child of God. But the question is, what if you don't know you are? What benefit is it if you don't know you have certain rights and privileges? 
if you don't know. I once heard a story of a man who was sailing on a ship. He had left his country, I think, in Europe and he was coming to the United States and um, he had a ticket on the ship and he sat quietly while everyone just ate because he was afraid that if he ate anything, he would have to pay over the odds. And later on, you know, someone told him that everything that was on that ship to eat his ticket had covered and he could eat freely. When he got on that ship, when he had purchased the ticket, he already had the right to eat freely. But his lack of knowledge caused him to starve. So, as children of God coming into the relationship with God, through Jesus, God says, you are my child. And he says it through the Holy Spirit. He gives us that knowledge of the relationship status change that we have in him. And I think that is one of the biggest, the biggest indications of his love for us. And what does that do for us? It gives us security. Security in the fact that we have a father who loves us. We have a father who hears us. We have a father who cares for us. And that knowledge gives us the verve to continue to walk one day at a time. Romans chapter 8 verse 32 says, he who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. He will, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Of course, the Bible is not teaching that all our whims and desires no matter what they are, will be fulfilled by God. But it is teaching us that God is willing because even when we were not in a relationship with him, even when we were enemies to him, he sent his son to die for us. And now that we have entered into a relationship with him, he is freely, liberally giving us all things we need for life and godliness. How beautiful, how wonderful, how liberating those thoughts and those words. God loves the world so much. And then, because of his love, he chose to give his son. And for those who believe, they enter into a lifelong, eternal relationship with him where he becomes their father, Abba, as the Bible calls it. And so, one of the most important things that the Holy Spirit does is to give us that assurance, to give us that assurance of who our father is. 
so we may not have had the best of fathers on this side of eternity in terms of biological relations but we all can have the very best father from here on till eternity and that is such good news such wonderful news and that is one of the main reasons why Jesus died to bring us into a relationship with his father so that his father was no longer only his father but his father would now become our father and that's why you see in the Lord's prayer he says our father who art in heaven our father and so the Holy Spirit bears witness to this fact it not only is some idea it is a fact that we who are in Christ are children of God and I pray that if there is nothing that we have gained from this series so far that we remember that when we are in Christ God is our father and God is much better than my father ever will be have a wonderful father and I respect and love him but he's infinitely better than my father and he wants to be your father and if you are in Christ he already is your father it is my prayer that God helps us to understand this truth as it has the potential to completely transform our lives and give us the security that we always craved. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate your time. And I pray that God helps us. In Jesus' name. Have a wonderful week. And I look forward to meeting again for the next part of the next episode of the next series. God bless you. And have an amazing week. Shalom.